did your daughter ever watch um post it's called Arthur No, it's is it called Arthur that that kid show with the, the, the thing that looks like a camel? They all look yeah, like yeah. camels. Yeah, I know the show. I I I'm, I don't I'm trying to remember if she, I don't think she did. It's like a PBS show, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think she did. Okay. Only reason <laughs> I actually a guy worked for me whose name was Arthur who looked like Arthur. Oh, pleasant. Um, yeah, I thought so. But did you hear? I don't know a month or so ago how one of the teachers on Arthur got married to a man. Wait, so the show is still on? Yes. Oh, because I remember that show like when I was like sixteen. Okay. I think the PBS shows go forever. They do. And even, even, um. Except for Mr. Rogers. No, they repurposed Mr. Rogers into that little show, Daniel Tiger. Daniel Tiger is a ripoff of Mr. Rogers. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's not a, it's, um, it's, what do you call it? A spinoff. <laughs> or as I call it in my charming way, a ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, they fucking stole it, my <laughs> They stole my trolley. No, I didn't hear about Arthur. You didn't hear about that. teacher and, um,. Yeah, apparently Arthur and his little friends, they go to their teacher's wedding. And it was this whole big thing because their teacher's partner was male. Okay. That he married. And so there was this big, like, hullabaloo in Mississippi or Alabama, one of them, where they one of them. wouldn't let them show the episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, they uh, do that. <laughs> but it was – it kind of made me laugh when I saw the pictures from it because, like, obviously it's cool that the teacher's gay, right? Because, right. you know, why not? But that also – he, it's Mr. Ratburn is the teacher, so presumably he's a rat. Okay. He marries an aardvark. I'm like, it's cool to have dude on dude, but is rat on aardvark cool? In a kid show? <laughs> I'm more worried about, How like... How did they handle that? Well, no, I'm more worried about the logistics. Like, so they had a wedding. Did they go to the reception? Because that's like $50 a plate. $5,200, maybe $150, Like, now they had to pay for these kids, and now this is there a plus one? Like, where are they going to sit? Like, who cares about the... Ins and outs of it all. Rat Aardvark. Oh, man, man. well, that's the part I care about. <laughs> I care very much. I, I think... What would their children be? Ratvark. Ratvark. Well, they would adopt. Uh, I'm... I'm <laughs> <laughs> that's a good... That's a good point. That's, I, yeah, that's... Somehow... I mean, it's a cartoon. I know. Maybe there are ways. But yeah, I mean, I could imagine it must be so hard to live in one of those states. <laughs> and just not even like, of course, it's hard to be in one of those states to be a marginalized person. Yeah. I mean, but it also just must be hard in those states to just be person A who is just open minded, like the arts or whatever. And like, you can't get anything like they burn yeah. your fucking books. You can't watch. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I, I I don't know. It's just the stupidity of certain things. Um, did they ever air it, or they just? Oh, they aired it everywhere except oh, in except in those states that wouldn't allow it. Because I mean, I guess they the funding is localized enough that they can make those kinds of decisions. I know it's like it's just no, it's not. It's not just a cartoon. But what I'm saying is like it's these little things that just compound into big things that yeah. compound into like. Well, because they're like indicative of larger yeah, and issues. then you have the fucking Ab abortion clan. bans. Yeah, then you have the clan running amok. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is or whatever they're called now. I don't even know what is it, uh, Proud Boys or whatever the fuck you want to call it. For, yeah, for stupid shit like this. I don't know. Maybe they could 
do something more productive with their time? Maybe. <laughs> like, well, have you noticed? I I don't know if it's sort of just in response to the general state of things, but have you noticed that there's so many TV shows about religion right now, or that have you know religious themes in them or afterlife um, themes? I, yeah, I mean, you have. Yeah, I guess so because I'm thinking about. The, the good, good life, the good place, the good place. Kristen Bell, which I heard took a turn last season. <laughs> it always takes a turn. I don't watch it because I'm just not into it. Uh, wait, there's the <laughs> one with the um, the tweets from God or some shit like that. The tweets from God. There's one like on CBS which has the worst TV shows. Maybe they don't. I don't know why. I'm being really judgmental. You're Sorry, like a, guys. You're a font of opinions about <laughs> things that you don't. <laughs> That you haven't experienced yet. Um, I mean, as am I. No, that's, well, yeah, that's how else. I mean, <laughs> yeah. listen, I, I mean, <laughs> I have just as much hatred and anger towards them. They're just not towards like horrible, hateful things. They're just oh, towards yeah. TV towards shows. CBS. <laughs> TV shows, music, and, and different entertainment things. No, there's one where, oh, it's like God friended me or something like that. I haven't even <laughs> heard about that one. And like, he's, <laughs> I don't even know the whole premise, but like, he gets like DMs, like, God slides into his DMs. Oh wow! <laughs> or in sense, and then he, like something has to happen where like good deeds are done, something like that. He's an influencer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then there's American Gods, which is right based oh, on the yeah. um, the Neil Gaiman and um, just Neil Gaiman. Yeah, and what else is there on Amazon? There was just Good Omens. Oh yeah, with uh, just... what's his face and what's his face? <laughs> it's Neil Gaiman and uh, Terry Pratchett. Oh, no, I meant the actors. Uh... Oh, it's David Tennant and Michael Sheen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's his face and what's his face? <laughs> I guess so. Do you think that's like indicative of anything? Like, do you think people are scared shit because the climate's changing and we're all going to die soon? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, le- leading, like... <laughs> lead- leading the witness, Your Honor. <laughs> and people want to people get their shit in order? Uh, uh... Yeah. Or... Or that it's sort of a combination of, it, there's just a new medium to talk about the afterlife. And I mean, like um, The Good Place, they very specifically use it as a vehicle to talk about philosophy. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, there's there's that new, new-ish show on Prime with Maya Rudolph and Fred Armisen called Forever. Okay. That's about this couple in the afterlife together. Okay. And I, I don't know, I wonder if people are just sort of... As we've sort of become more secular, are still interested in exploring, you know, ideas of what what it practically means to be dead. Yeah, I mean, I I'm curious because do you remember when we were young and that show Highwayman? Highwayman, no, not Highwayman. Highway to I Heaven. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> Highwayman was another show that I would love to talk about any day of the week. And you're ready to talk about that. Highway to Heaven with Michael Landon and the other guy. The hat, the beard. That was he was Vic- an angel, right? Victor French. That was his real name or a character name? I believe it was his real name. He okay. was Mister Edwards on Little House on the Prairie, which oh, is okay. where their connection came from. Cronyism. <laughs> Jesus. So that was like religious, right? Like that had like a religious because he was an angel, right? Mm-hmm. Quantum Leap had uh, like religious tendencies because they didn't know like so. Did the whole, it? Yeah, so like he. You know, the premise of Quantum Leap was that he was in the year 1999, which was at that time, like, in the future. But it was funny to think about it now. He builds a machine that allows him to time travel. And his – they never really explain it at first, but they do later on. His body remains in the 
where the chamber plays. But his mind leaves. Oh, okay. And then basically switches places with another person from an earlier time. Right. So. And does it was did their mind remain there? That person would go to, to his body. Oh, it's just in, like in stasis so they, in yeah. 1999? Well, they would wake up in the chamber and be like freaked out. So they would have to like calm him down. Oh, really? But they never really focused on that till much later on. I guess people started asking what the fuck happened. So he would go back to like, he would, could only time travel within his lifetime. Uh, yeah, his lifetime. Um, so basically he goes and, and he leaps into people and he has to like put right what once went wrong. Yeah. That was the, that was the deal. And they never, they always hinted that God was the one, but they never said it. Was the one what? Um, that allowed all this to happen to fix his mistakes. God. Woo-hoo. Like, I guess God's mistakes or people's mistakes. God would want Sam to fix people's mistakes. Sam. So Sam was the scientist. And what was the name of the hologram? Al. Al. <laughs> Al. Such, such a good one syllable. Uh, so good. 1950s That's one of my names. favorite shows. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was also had like a religious slant. I'm trying to think of other shows. That's funny. I didn't, I don't remember thinking that at all when I was a kid. Oh, no. Because sometimes they'd be like, they wouldn't even mention it. They'd be like, do you think it's this, the guy upstairs? They would like say like stuff up there like that. Cause oh, but maybe it was just the like, like the CEO, like the, guy the science from the yeah, yeah. Maybe it was the head of R and D in their company. <laughs> Might have been. I'm trying to think. If there was another show. I guess. I mean, there was always like little things here and there. I don't know if it's more. I'm trying to figure out. Is it is it more like? Yeah, is it more prevalent, prevalent now than before? But I mean, I don't think people have you really, watched any of these. I've seen like the first two episodes of Good Place. Okay. And I was like, ah, okay. yeah. Um. I've seen the American Well, there's Gods, a big... And I've seen... I haven't seen Good Omen. Good Place? Good Omens? Yeah, Good Omens. Yeah. There's a there's a pretty big twist at the end of the first season of The Good Place. I heard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you... I mean, do you think... I'm not, I'm not a Good Place apologist. I think there's a decent amount of not that great acting happen in it, happening right. in it by Kristen Bell specifically. Oh. Um, not to call her out. Oh, my God. I tried to watch Frozen for the first time. It's great. Is it? Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> I'm going to really quick, but I got up, <laughs> I got up to the point where they were in the, it, with all those people who were like warts. Oh, the, the people that raised the... They're, what are they? They're... Stones? Trolls? They're trolls. Troll stones? But they look like warts. Yeah. I don't know. I just, after that, I fell asleep. Were you? I just couldn't. You couldn't do it anymore? No. I like, I think Frozen was good because it was like one of the times where it, it wasn't about the relationship. Yeah. It was about the sister relationship. It was about female, female companionship and how that friendship slash, slash family thing is. Slash. slash. <laughs> slash family thing is, you know, what the bond is. It's not the bond between right. the couple. But it's funny you say slash because that's – didn't Fox pitch fit and say that it was just a um, – it was a smoke screen for our relationship between two women? Uh, I think that was that crazy woman in probably one of the states that uh, Arthur was banned. <laughs> uh, what's that, that family crazy. friend what, – what's that, that group? Focus on the family? Is, is that the one that's like led by um, – there's like a group It's like – Families first, mm-hmm. families are us. I don't know. It's one of these like right wing, crazy Christian. I don't know groups that like find all these little things in these things. So I think that's where 
one of the, the head person was saying that it was a lesbian relationship. Oh, and that's okay. not what I meant. I meant like they're totally being family and then also being friends. Like, you know, like the, that bond is where it is. And that's yeah. what it's not like the man is going to save big old burly man's going to come and save you. Right. It's going to be each other and, and our, our love for each other. Yeah. And she totally perverted that whole thing. Why, was, <laughs> like, why, why did that girl have ice inside her? Adina Menzel? Because Tay Diggs left her? Are they still together? <laughs> no, they are not. <laughs> they are not. Mm. She was touched? I don't remember. <laughs> it's not like I've seen him. I've only seen him once. Oh, okay. Um, I thought that might have been the right... Your daughter would be the age for that. Well, she liked it and she doesn't like it. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're going to go see the second one. Because I, I want to see it. There's a sequel? There's one coming out. Oh, okay. I don't know. I like those Disney movies. They're funny. Um, I don't know why she had the demon. It was a demon? No, she put a demon. Oh, okay. She, she had, what? That's a good, we should. She just had skills. She, she, we should watch that. No. We should watch it now. I'm just wondering what you were saying before with regards to. Not about Frozen. No, not about Frozen, but just with regards to like people straying away from religion. However, still needing something to make sense of things. Yeah, well, it's kind of like the the whole emphasis on under health. Like, there's so many like self care and tarot and horoscopes and all kinds of stuff that that's stuff that's always been around to yeah. to some extent. But I think that it's sort of more prominent in pop culture mm. than it used to be. I just I just think there's still there is I do think there's a um, a hole. That's sort of part of the human experience, you know. That is what's missing. Humanity. <laughs> well, that, that's, I don't know. Or it may just be, it may just be sort of like a cosmic attempt to self-soothe. Oh, yeah. I, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think with things like, um, not homeopathic, you know, like what, like, you know, when you don't go to the doctor and you just... Like, when you were talking about self-care, like, but you see, like, the the other doctor. Alternative medicine, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I'm with you. So, I wonder sometimes, like, or even, like, the people who are the anti-vaxxers, right? <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, sometimes some if something, there's an instance where something doesn't go right, and this, the authoritative figure, which is modern medicine, fails you, you go to alternative means. Mm-hmm. No one ever talks about when those alternative means fail you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's always, well, the authority failed, and I'm going to go here, because this is my last resort, or I think this is going to help, because, like you said, we're looking for something. Like in Man in the Moon? Do you remember that movie? No. It was about Andy Kaufman? You, I didn't, sorry. He had cancer, mm. and I think he'd always been a vegetarian and been a little bit woo-woo okay. in his own way, and so... He had gotten really, really, really thin and, you know, he had done all the, the Western treatment that he right. could and it, they had just basically told him, you know, call it. And uh, there was some guru that he was going to, that he found out about. I don't, I don't I want to say it was in the Philippines or it was definitely in Asia somewhere. But so he goes, he goes with his girlfriend over there and you just see, you know, a line of people with all different kinds of um, physical ailments yeah. and wheelchairs and with crutches and, you know, waiting to get in to see this guy. And so when he gets in and gets on the table with the guy, the guy's supposed to be able to pull whatever's wrong out of him. Right. 
And because of his background with magic, he realizes that the guy's doing sleight of hand and he's just substituting like a chicken liver or something like that, or, you know, some different animal part to pull it out. And he just starts laughing because he like the absurdity of having his whole life pulled things over on other people right joke after joke after because so many people thought he wasn't really dying because mm-hmm. he had pulled so many tricks right. on people and so then you know basically cuts to his funeral yeah right after that yeah wow that's heavy <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 that's- i mean i don't know i mean i i think well i mean just people in general like if and it's it is with good reason i mean religion has the idea of religion has failed a lot of people with regards to just the way it's set up, the hierarchy, the mm-hmm. corruption, the child abuse, everything, right? So it would leave like people to just run away from it. I'm sorry, I'm just silently <laughs> laughing. <laughs> no, I, but it's true. I know. I know. So, but the thing I think as humans that we need, we need something to believe in, right? <laughs> so then, where do we go from there? If yeah, if that has failed us. So we, I guess we go to the next deity, which is Hollywood, and we make TV shows and movies. Well, at least, yeah, at least there's a way to engage with it. Yeah. Well, do, I mean, does that question ever occur to you other than, than, is, than in this particular context right now? What do you mean? Do you have religious-y, searchy thoughts? No, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't go to church because I don't really believe in the Catholic man, like the... The way it's set up. I don't believe in that structure, you know, where it's... But you never thought about exploring non-Catholic? No, because to me, they're all the same. Yeah. You know, it's all the same corruption. They're all... Like, the idea that there is this God in the sky and I need, like, I need a go-between. Right. To go in between me and this this person or this this, this almighty being. Like, this almighty being will only hear me. If, this special, if someone intercedes yeah. on your behalf. Well, then yeah. that person is not really that almighty. Right. You know? So then if you reject that, then – but you haven't considered exploring more personal No, you just go means. to the guy yourself or the woman. You no, that's what I mean. Do you do that? <laughs> Sometimes, you know, like – you know, listen, every – Give me transcripts. What's the – um? In the what is it? Everyone's religious in the foxhole. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are no, no there atheists, atheists in foxholes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I, I thoroughly – I believe that 100 so whatever you know we're all going to resort to something so whatever whatever it is you believe in or have some sort of connection to whatever gives you some sort of faith or whatever does it you're going to run to it even if it's like you know twigs (laughs) so so the basis for druidism back in the day no i mean whatever you believe in while you're you know having some severe, like, stomach pains, and you're like, oh, God, or whatever, oh, twigs, you know, <laughs> like, whatever you're praying, you're going to resort to it. You're going to, it's just, that's, to me, is human nature. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, man, that's a bummer. Uh, <laughs> for me, like, in, in times of extremity, is that what is that what you call that? Oh, like, yeah. uh, I would say my what has become my atheism asserts itself even harder. Well, you're like, fuck you. You get out of here. Fuck. Well, not, <laughs> not, not even of just like, fuck you. Of just like, oh, you're going to call on God now? The God you don't believe oh, in? So, yeah. Now you're fighting yourself. 
Well, or even of just like, you've got to focus on what's happening right, right here. And if there's nothing you can do, then there's nothing you can do. Yeah. But that's a bump. Like, I remember when I came back from Arizona and I was hauling a little U-Haul trailer with a car that shouldn't have been hauling it. And mm-hmm. I went up the pass between New Mexico and Colorado mm-hmm. and the check engine light went on. And when I came back down the other side, like the car was just chugging and I pulled off on this spot that was completely isolated and I didn't have a, I didn't have a cell signal and was just like, I'm not sure the car's going to start again. And I, I remember in that moment, like it, it wasn't, I didn't have any feeling of there was anyone I could turn to because I've, I've said this before, but prayer doesn't make sense to me. It would be one thing in that situation where it, it, it's me and my cats, right? Mm-hmm. So I can see praying on my own behalf in that situation. Right. But then in general prayer of, no, I don't think like pray. Cause I mean, I think we've had discussion like it's, it's, who gets prayed for, who, you know, I think prayer works in the sense of a sense of meditation. Yeah. Um, where if you say prayers, it will, it's like chanting and it'll calm you down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think praying for, you know, you could pray for whatever you want. I'm not saying don't, but and, I mean, and I could see how that could have a positive physiological effect on people with illness Yeah, of, uh, you know, it's like f- cats. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> so, you know, that like, um, purring mm-hmm. heals their bones. Oh, right. So, you know, chanting, there is things about chanting that heals you. Yeah. So well, even, because it has to create hormone release and all kinds and of it's like leveling. So, and like these noises that our body makes and like the soothing of the sounds or whatever. So it, there is a healing effect to these things. Right. And I also think like if you're in a situation where you are on the brink of kind of getting like – um like an anxiety attack or something. Yeah, yeah. Like taking a moment, even like a prayer or something. Yeah, would help. Because like, even if like you don't, let's say you don't pray, but they still tell you to to breathe and to slow it down a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and, and I could see how that helps. I mean, that there is a like a, and I agree with you. There is a hypocrisy to praying. Like, why is my, uh, why would one person's prayer or for someone or for something be more valuable to another person's prayer? Yeah. Um, well, why would one human life just be more valuable than another? Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? And why, you know, and, it, and I think about this all the time when I think about situations of children uh, who are like grow up in a home that's terrible or in a country that's terrible, mm-hmm. um, you know, versus children who don't. Like, why are, like, Jesus, the most vulnerable people, children. Like, why, like, how did, you know, why, why would that happen? So, you know, I like to take the approach of, I don't know, no. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's easy to be like, um, well, you know, God, you know, he made, every, you know, he made earth and he makes us have our own decisions. You know, that's, uh, I don't, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not right. comfortable with that. Well, it's because it's funny because there's, there's the, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. God has his plan. At the same time, you have free will. So also it's your fault. Right. And also every now and then a miracle happens, right? Right. So like, I'll, you want know mixed signals? Come on. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. You know? uh, Yeah. (laughs) I think, yeah, like it's an attempt to feel a sense of control by saying there are some rules. But, but I, I I do think there's value. I think there's two things I see value in, in general, about all this, which I do think there's, I do think it is worth contemplation of, am I, are, are my actions in keeping with my values 
i.e. am I being a good person mm-hmm. or am I being the person I want to be? Like, I do think that's worthwhile to to consider mm-hmm. whether it's in a formalized way or not. You know, the the striving to be a better person for yourself and as part of right. whatever size community you want to consider yourself part of, whether it's global or just down to your family, you know. And then I also do think there's value in in reaching for for ecstasy or for the for, or for divinity for mm-hmm. what well, I don't think it has to be divinity like for for sort of like transformative the what I always call rocking out like I think like a transcendent yeah feeling. transcendent that's the word I was going for like I do think I do think having whether they're they're actually created through physiological responses or they're just mental states that you arrive at different mm. ways, or it's through actual divinity, because it's all true. However you get there, I do. I think that having those experiences can be transformative in your day-to-day life. Like, mm. I think they can open up space. What do they call that? Like, uh, defragging on a computer where you shift around the storage space. Oh, okay. So it's like playing Tetris with like your storage. like the chakras, when your chakras are realigned? Chakras? Chakras. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about chakras. Me either. I just like saying chakras. <laughs> chakras? Chakra. Uh, or what is it? Opening your third eye, which always sounds kind of perverted to me. It sounds like you're about to get a CD from uh, B&G Music <laughs> Club. Oh, uh, I think you said BD. <laughs> or that. Or that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, and I say all that to, to say I am not atheist. Mm. I just don't agree with what people like. That man-made shit is not for me. Yeah. Do you take time to assess whether your actions are in keeping and your with your values? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is something I could write a tract about and go hand it out on I, the subway. I don't know if I take time. I do believe in self-reflection. Yeah. And I do believe in taking, which is why I go on walks. Which is why, like. I walk as much as I can. I, I today I went for a five-mile walk. Um, I thought it was to get the bagels. The what? The bagels. Oh, oh, the, if the bagels were five miles away, you're not having bagels. <laughs> no, because, you know, it's just a moment to sit and think back and relax and have all of that come down. Like, yeah. you know, I think that here's where I'm going to be an old man. I don't think we, I don't think the kids today get to reflect much because they're always on their devices. Yeah. You know, and I'm always on my device as well. So I'm not being a hypocrite. I am a hypocrite, but, um, <laughs> But I, I think the the idea of I, I, don't, and I don't you reflect in any way. I mean, you, how whatever makes you just pause for a second and just kind of like what you were saying, decompress, right? Like just come down off the high that is the daily routine. And I think you know that's do I? I don't know. If that's a part of like any divinity or whatever. I just think it's to help you like maintain. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't. I don't. I don't want to link that to religion. I just think that we all need it. Right. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm such a um, like sensation junkie. You know that I I I like those big feelings. That kind of like yeah, like the sort of you got hit by lightning and yeah, yeah, everything yeah. has to settle afterwards kind yeah. of feelings. You know. Yeah. No, it's like. You know, it's I, exciting. You know, when like something happened and you get like that whole your body like like tingles in from the inside. Yeah. And you're just like or like, I don't know, that moment. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. And then you like you come down and you're like, oh. you know, it's it's yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool. But it's kind of like what I, I 
I think in an earlier podcast, I was saying how, for me, my definition of art is if it's it makes me feel different right. after I experience mm-hmm. it. And so I think there's sort of some overlap there, too. It's, yeah. it's kind of that same... That same feeling, the transcendence. Yeah, of if it's more, it's more than just this moment, and I'm not the right. same from this moment forward. Which is funny because this is a podcast about memories, right? right? Yeah. And that's one of the things we talked about so long ago is that you know memories change you, and you right. by talking about them, you're changing yourself yeah, physiologically. Exactly. No, yeah, and even and the memories change over time because you change over time. So there's a constant, and it goes. Kind of goes back to like what I was saying about having a conversation with things. You also have a conversation with your memories. Right. You know, and then, and, and who you are at that time. And just to kind of carry over with that, like, you know, having the art that moves you, uh, it doesn't always have to be good. Oh, no. It could be trash or it could be like something you, you completely like hated, but you still, it's still like, oh, it, it makes you engage with it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's fascinating too. I don't know, like, religion is, is I mean, I, I went to Catholic school, and you went to Catholic school as well, yeah. and it's just like, it was something that was always there, I think, I think going to Catholic school kind of made, pushed me away from organized religion in that way. Yeah, um, well, because it teaches you what lip service is. Right, exactly, <laughs> totally, you know, and it's also like, when you see TV shows and the news and people in general are so quick to be like, I can't believe that person said that, they're a pastor, or they're so religious, I'm like, just because they're religious, People are people. Like, don't like just because that, that's like you said, lip service. You know, yeah. it doesn't mean just because you're a priest or not even a priest. Just because you're an everyday Sunday churchgoer doesn't mean that you're still not a horrible human being. You know what I mean? Like, you could. I mean, you might be a great person, right. maybe, but you know, chances are you might also be a horrible human being. Like, there's a lot happening in my watch. We have. Um, that's why you're an atheist. That, I told you. Oh right, you're not an atheist. <laughs> Uh, I'm uh, something. What do they call that? I'm not like a capital A atheist, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I'm not convinced I'm right about that. I'm, like, I don't. I don't have any proof that there's no. I don't judge anybody. I don't. Listen, n- none of us have. I guess we'll all find out. Will we? I don't know. What? Because if we just die and we lose all consciousness, then we're done. We're never going to find out. And then Jad Jackson. That's the end. Fuck. What? Yeah. <laughs> is that is that a bothersome idea to you? Yeah. Why? Because I won't know if I'm right or not. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> because if there is an afterlife and it's everyone is there, right? Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it wasn't oh. there enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <clears throat> Literally everyone. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's like a party with everyone there. <laughs> They'll be in heaven, and I'm like in the corner trying to watch you too. You're like a wallflower. <laughs> it's funny. I'm so not though, but I just like sometimes oh. it's overwhelming. Like yeah. I'm not even talking about the afterlife because we're not. I'm talking about like, oh, no. going somewhere, and there's a lot of people. Are you talking about when I walked into the Fourth of July yes, and probably turned that, around? That's what I was. Yeah. Oh, sometimes there's just. Yeah, I'm like, why are there this many people in the space they're in? Yeah, sometimes it's hard, too, because, like, when you uh, first walk in. Yeah. And then, so I guess that's one of the things to get to a party early. So you're not like, hey, like, you're yeah. not the person being received by, like, 20 people. Yeah. You know? Because um, then so, it turns almost to, like, a wedding, like, the, the the part where you congratulate the bride and groom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, what do they call that? A line? line? Yeah. Is it? I don't know. But yeah, that's a lot. 
And they're like, I found myself just, I knew there were people I should be saying hello to because I was hugging certain people. Yeah. And then I was just like, hey, I have to skip you because yeah. I have to flee. Then there's always people you know, but you don't know. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you do that. You make exactly that noise. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> oh, no. So you like the good place. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm, it's not my favorite thing, but I'll definitely watch it until How many it's over. Are there three? Four? I want to say four or five, and there's going to be already, one more. Wow. I haven't seen the last one, and there's going to be one more, and that's it. Have you seen Forever? Yes. You like it? Yeah. Forever. It was it was really cool. to. I, I would watch any Maya Rudolph vehicle, basically. Okay. At first, I thought Fred Armisen's acting was bad, but then I realized that he, as as the living husband, had been acting in his relationship with his wife. Mm. And so at a certain point, he starts to be more normal. Gotcha. It, uh, it was an interesting show. I played your man with his ex-wife, Elizabeth Moss. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> in my that? head, he's married to Carrie Bronstein. Although uh, he... Uh, no, he's married to someone else now at this point, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, that was good. And you like good omens. I like David Tennant okay. and Michael Sheen. It just it was a it was a book that had boring parts, mm. and so to take that and stretch it into six hour long episodes, the boring parts were just way too much in evidence. Right. Like it's really a ideally it's a two hander between the angel and the demon, right. um, and they they were great together. But it was just very like I I, I don't mean to be hurtful to anyone because it's just, Cherry Pratch is just not my jam that much. Mm-hmm. It's because it's very like to me reminiscent of middle school, yeah, kind of sci not sci fi fantasy, just like precocious. That's the way the world is. <laughs> <laughs> like, but there's magic, but people are still people, so. Let's not be impressed with anyone. But it's true. People are still people. Then let's not read a book about it. <laughs> let's just live it every day inescapably. That show, and I don't know what state it was, was like they were talking about like banning it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's because the discussion between, you know, a demon and an angel. Yeah. You know, but like, apparently, I've never seen it, but I know it's like, it's like, a, it's like a big, <laughs> like they just, there's, they're cordial. Yeah. So, but I'm like, have, have no one. And also, a lot of people think they're boyfriends. Oh. Uh, but, <laughs> but am I? I'm like, has anyone not read the Bible? Yeah. You know, or like, like, you know, in Paradise Lost, you know, like the devil is very charming. Like that's the whole point of it. He's the anti-hero, right. like you know. Right. But you know, the idea of you know, I, what is it, the Book of Job, where he just walks up and he asks God or something like that, and he's like, "Hey, what do you got? Who can I tempt or some shit?" And he's like, "Hey, have you tried Job?" And like, yeah. just sells up Job. <laughs> right, like he just sells them up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I find people who don't read the Bible take offense to things that when then other are, people point out about the Bible. That, yeah, that are actually yeah. in the Bible and you know kind of are there because the things that are happening. And I'm like, and I'm always just like, you spout something that you haven't read, right? You know, maybe you should go back and read it and see what's going on. Yeah. You know, but I guess we all want to talk about stuff we don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, where, where I, will we if, be? 
That kind of happened with the Book of Mormon. Have I told you about that before? No, why? Uh, you know, it was such a hot ticket. Yeah. And Michael was so sweet and bought Brian and I tickets to it mm-hmm. for Christmas. They, it was expensive. Yeah, because yeah, it's on Broadway, right? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, people were acting like that was, f- like, funnier than deaf comedy jam. Right. Like, just the funniest thing <laughs> in the world. I literally fell asleep during it. Did you? Yeah. Cause, and I, I, I wanted to like it so much. It wasn't like I went in with, like, a, hey, prove something yeah. thing about it. Um, but it just, I was like, oh, do, do people not know this about Mormons? Do yeah. people not know this about Africa? What I, and I guess they don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've never seen the play. I know that South Park did a whole thing on Mormon, which was amazing. That episode. And when I watched it, and the, the fact that they have to—I don't know if you remember—they kept saying this is true. This is true because it, it's absurd. Yes, yeah. Because there is an absurdity to it. Joseph Smith became a prophet. <laughs> dum 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 dum. Exactly. Dum. And it's like, no, this is, and I didn't know anything about it. And I'm like, Holy like about shit. the like viewing the the mystery plates With the through hat? the hole in the hat. Yeah, I, I oh, had yeah. no fucking idea. And I was like, oh. And when they kept hammering that this is true, I'm like, this must be fucking true because I like I and also I know those guys are like really like they their whole point is to point out the stupidity of shit. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my fucking god. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's. I mean, any any religion. Any religion where you're exposed to its creation in real time yeah. is probably going to seem stupid. Like Scientology? Yeah. 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 I don't know. But it's, yeah, that's that's a rough one. Yeah, I just want, like, but because it just seems like a cult. Yeah, well, the cool, okay, so the cool thing about Mormonism is that and, and this is just my understanding of it. I could be wrong. I have a lot of Mormons in my family, yeah. but I'm not and have never been Mormon. But you're any any member of the the any priest holder, which is essentially any man in good standing, okay, is able to take in prophecy. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, when you're part of these different communities, if the guy who's in charge sucks, you just have a prophecy that says you're supposed to go somewhere else. Oh. And so that's why there's all these subgroups all over right. the place is because anytime something, you know, anytime people didn't like what was happening, yeah. they were just like, oh, oddly enough, God also spoke to me <laughs> and he said, you're doing it wrong and I'm about to take my ladies and get out of here. Right. So it's like fake news. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I think the like what you were talking about, that's the, the concept of intercession. Right. That is, you know, that's what before Vatican II, when the service in the Catholic Church was in Latin. Yeah. The whole idea was that you were dependent on the priest to interpret right. for you. Whereas now you're actually allowed to have, if you choose to engage, right. you know, with the word of Lord, the Lord, then you can do it. You know, you can interpret it for yourself. So I do like the idea of going straight to the source. Right, yeah. But it is funny to see how it pans out yeah. in real life. And just to be clear, I said I meant Scientology is a cult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Mormonism. No, I, I don't know much. Be a, mm, maybe, a little, well, maybe. I mean it has its moments. I'm just more fearful of Scientology than I am Mormonism. Oh, I would for I'm not fearful of either of them, but in terms of resources, I would be more afraid of the Mormons. Really? They have more guns, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. We gotta worry about these guns. <laughs> so many guns. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, 
Are you, wait, so we've we've had this conversation before, but I did want to revisit it because I still don't understand. Seven. <laughs> no. So you believe in faith. Yes. What does that mean to you? I believe that there are sometimes, by some weird ways, something that is unexplainable can happen. Right. That's all. You have you have faith in the potential for unexplainable things to occur. Yes. Okay. Or even just like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that would probably be the best way to say it. Because there are times. I mean, but that's also a danger, too. Because like, then you have someone like George Bush the second, who prayed, who used that, the idea of faith, as a policymaking thing where he's like, I just trust my gut. Right. <laughs> and that's dangerous. Yeah. Because that's kind of what faith is. You just kind of like go with it like you... You know, you're not thinking rationally, because, but when you're a leader of state, you know, you should think. Right. You should th- be able to think. Well, his, <laughs> like, like, his, his gut was probably whatever Cheney told him. Exactly. I'm, I'm trusting my gut. Yeah. Someone has a gun to my gut. It's Cheney. <laughs> it has a bunch of turkey shots. Exactly. And it's also it's also a way to to kind of like make sense of madness sometimes. You know, it's 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 just a, maybe a, a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have faith in people? I do. I do. I do believe that people. I mean, sometimes I hear shit, and I'm like, maybe that faith is waning. But I do people inherent. I do think people are inherently good. Um, I just don't know if people we see as it a or not. species or people as individuals. I think people as individuals are probably better off than people in crowds. Because <laughs> mob mentality is terrible. Mm. But I, yeah, I think that you, yeah, I think people, I think people are genuinely good people. But you don't think so? Not everybody. No, I don't think everyone's good. But I think the majority of people. Oh, okay. What, like, what, what's your 50 50, 60 40? <laughs> what's the over under? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to define good anymore. Well, you're watching three shows with good in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't, even, we didn't even. You didn't see the second season of Fleabag, did you? I, I did. You know, there's a hot priest. Yeah, everybody knows there's a hot. Yeah, priest. yeah, yeah. He's, but there's also a lot of discussion about faith. I I stopped at the third episode because, um, and I'm, here's a spoiler. I knew she was going to drop the fucking thing, oh. and I said maybe <gasps> they weren't gonna. Maybe they weren't. Maybe like her, maybe she changed and she wasn't gonna drop it. Like maybe that would be a, a moment of her like being triumphant yeah. mm-hmm. in, 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 a, in a state, and then she fucking drops it. Yeah, and I just turned it off because I was like, I can't deal with this right now. That's so <laughs> funny. I sh- I should have talked about that in last week's embarrassment episode yeah. because that I I had to look away. I as soon as she got it out of the box, there's a there's a moment where this this award is very probably expensive award is dropped. And it, it just made, Oh, I hated it so much because just be more careful. There's yeah. no reason to behave that way. I, yeah. I mean, I, I love that character so much, but I was just like, that is, that is not adult behavior. You don't pick, you don't pick an award up that, you know, your sister is like losing <laughs> her mind over because it's her event. And just like, uh Oh, maybe I'll drop this on the glass coffee table. As soon as she picked it up, I just fully ha- looked away no, and I had, covered my eyes. I had faith that she... I was like, oh, maybe this character... Because the dropping of it is a pivotal moment that she's still a fuck-up. Right. You know what I mean? Like, So I was like, ah, I gotta turn this off. She's still a fuck-up, but she actually tried to make it better this time. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So I have to go back in because that that was like... I don't know. like we, I, Three's company where you get really nervous. 
Like, E3's company is like filled with anxiety because there's a problem and you don't know how it's going to get fixed. Oh, okay. And then it's like, oh, what's going to happen? And then it finally gets fixed. Like, are, the, are the stakes really high? In three's company? Yeah. No, the, stakes are high. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only stakes that are high is that they're going to find out that Jack's not gay. And I oh, think that's like no. every episode is like, oh, then he's just going to have to leave. He's going to have to get a different apartment. <laughs> uh, you know what they should have talked about in three's company? Conversion therapy. <laughs> oh man! Because then, because you know, he goes off and gets married, and he to he has a TV show, the spinoff with Three's a Crowd. I didn't know that. You didn't know? Oh. No. So uh, they could have totally used that, <laughs> and it would it's totally been <laughs> terrible. Mrs. Roper got to him. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, she she tricked him out. Some in that moo He saw her in the moo too many times, and I, I, I I'm cured. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we've made it. We made it. We're going to make it for a while. You and I probably have got at least 20 years left. You know, I was thinking about that. I was like, I don't know. I got I to gotta, I gotta walk five more miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I don't mean to make this seem like I'm, you know. What? On the, on the, on the, tr- like, edge of whatever. It's not at all. It's just, uh. Edge of a broken heart? <laughs> well, no, the, the thing, things don't seem that shaky. I mean, they do in a huge way. In California. But not for me. Not for. Oh. Not for, I was about to say not for my soul, which is funny. Oh, shaky soul. Yeah, shaky soul. That's that's actually my uh, my blues name. <laughs> Hi, I'm shaky soul. Uh, what do you, you play? Like you're a blues pianist or no, like I, a, you play a harp? But what do you like? Uh, I would say tambourine and vocals. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure about the tambourine and blues, but okay, it's kind of up. <laughs> I would play the tambourine so slowly. <laughs> I have the saddest tambourine. I would do. Ever. I would just do the. Tss, not. Uh, I wouldn't keep the beat with it. I would just do the rattle. That. Yeah, tss, yeah, yeah. Tss, tss, tss. yeah. That makes sense. It does. It does make a lot of sense. <laughs> Shaky soul. <laughs> I could be your DJ name too. Yeah. Like if you was on like a blues radio station. Well, huh. you know my rap name, right? Shaky soul. Heavy cream. Oh. Because you like to whip heavy cream? No, that's not why. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been great. <laughs> yes, it has been. Thank you for listening, listeners. Yes, and sticking with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you can check us out on all forms of social media. We have uh, our email account. You can email us at brokencorners.no. Broken corners. Just go to brokencorners.com. Everything you need is there. That's true. <laughs> um, I... I what is this? Fourth season? What season are we on? Four. I still can't get it right. That's all right. <laughs> I have faith in you. Oh, well, someday. Someday. <laughs> and the series for now. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, I got it right. Well, all right. Well, thank you for listening. We'll check you out and uh, have a good week. Bye.